Good morning. It's Tuesday, July 9th, and you are listening to the 24-7 Sports Morning Blitz, a daily podcast catching you up on and breaking down the day's college football news all within 15 minutes or fewer. My name is Connor Tapp, and I'm joined usually on the other side of a Skype connection, but today on the other side of the podcast studio by 24-7 Sports College Sports Editor Trey Scott. Trey, what's going on? Good morning, Connor. Good morning, everybody. Today's big news, Kansas star Puka Williams is back after a seven-month suspension from the football program stemming from his arrest of a domestic battery charge in December. The star running back will miss the August 31st opener versus Indiana State, which is an FCS school. But overall, this is massive news for Kansas's football prospects, given that Puka was their only bright spot last year during a 3-9 and campaign. As a freshman, he was a first-team All-Big 12-er, and he rushed for over 1,000 yards with an average carry of seven, yards wow. per carry of seven, and he also had seven rushing touchdowns. He's also a threat through the air. Connor, an interesting hook on this story is that Williams is allowing Kansas to disclose the sanctions they've imposed on him in addition to that one-game suspension. I'll read them out here. Usually schools cannot disclose the outcomes of specific conduct investigations and the, the looming uh, discipline. So Puka, in addition to his suspension, will be subject to probation until he graduates. He will have monthly meetings with a, with a university conduct officer. He will have 40 hours of community service to do, and he will have to complete a sexual violence accountability course through Kansas's Sexual Assault Prevention and Education Center. I think it's really cool that Kansas is being so above board with what exactly they're doing and how they're doing it. Because if you didn't have all this information about what Puka was going through in order to correct this behavior and teach, teach him a lesson, you'd be like, wow, a suspension for an FCS opponent, what a slap on the wrist. Kansas doesn't care about how its players are treating women. But the fact that we know all this and whether you think it's enough is is another question, but I, I like, I like the transparency here because we, we, we know what's going on and you're not left guessing is good. Jeff Long's kind of the AD has kind of been a baller this off season. Yeah. He, uh, we've talked on the, on this podcast about their sort of revolutionary strength and conditioning program in which those S and C coaches and trainers will not report to the football coaches and the basketball coaches, mm-hmm. but instead to medical professionals. And so I'd like to see <laughs> other schools follow Kansas's lead here. For instance, if Nebraska reinstates Maurice Washington, who's facing revenge porn charges in California mm-hmm. and suspends him for one game, well, mm. I'd really like to yeah. see what else he's doing. Yeah. It's a, and, and you, you wonder, I mean, I, I don't necessarily know like how much of these interesting things Kansas is doing is down to Jeff Long uh, and how much of it is just things other people in the university are advocating for. It certainly seems to line up with generally with when he, when he arrived in Lawrence. Um, it's kind of like he did his big mainstream album at Arkansas and now he's like off doing an experimental like prog rock album <laughs> in Kansas. So it's, it's, it's interesting to see. I have a, just a quick yeah. follow up note to that. This is, this is a really big deal for their football team. Yeah. I mean, he was, he's legitimately the best player. And his status has been so in doubt that in Phil Steele's preseason magazine, Puka's name's not even on the depth chart yeah. at running back. So this this allows Khalil Herbert, who had two starts and 500 yards last year, to be their number two guy. And and that mean and you know d- dynamic Puka Williams is their number one. He's a former four star recruit. That gives them a great running back room, and they need that because yeah. they're over under according to Vegas for Les Miles' his first year opened at three and a half, dropped down to three. We say, oh, yeah, FCS shoe, and they lost to Nichols last year. 
They should probably beat Indiana State, though. And then they have Coastal Carolina, a very bad FBS team in week two. And then they go to Boston College. And then the Big 12 slate starts. So you may be expecting to pick a game off here or there, maybe West Virginia or Kansas State. Let's not forget they beat TCU last year. Mm. But three and a half, that's a a very low over-under. Right. Uh, Without Puka, you would slam the under. Yeah. Maybe they'll get over. Les Miles has uphill progress, uphill work to do, but Puka certainly helps. Yeah, it kind of feels to me like this Les Miles project is kind of balanced on a nice edge. And losing someone, a star, like when was the last time we talked about Kansas having a star football player? Not having him would have been a massive, massive blow to that and really put him behind the eight ball before he even got started. Well, Trey, we are going to take a quick break. And when we come back, the Florida Gators are back in the headlines for all the wrong reasons. It's the NFL offseason, but on Pick 6, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, the football season never stops. Host Will Brinson, John Breach, and Tyler Sullivan are joined by analysts like Brady Quinn, Leslie Ducible, Katie Mox, and R.J. White to keep you in the loop on everything happening around the league. Whether it's free agents signing with new teams, the all-important NFL draft, or schedule release day, Pick 6 has you covered. As the face of the league changes with every team move and player pickup this spring, Pick 6 is a must-listen. Download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and anywhere podcasts are found. Welcome back. We've got another unfortunate Florida Gator headline, but in this instance, the bark is worse than the bite. Brian Edwards on Monday made an announcement that he's leaving the University of Florida, making it nine players to transfer from the Gators this offseason. But... The cornerback was arrested in May on misdemeanor battery charge, and was which was the charge was later dropped. And he was a reserve player at best, playing sparingly the last two seasons. So expectations for his contribution in 2019 were pretty low. Ohio State's wide receiver crop for 2020 was already absurd. If you read Barton Simmons' dream team from the opening file, finals on 24-7 Sports, you would see that all three, well, then they were all three, of the Ohio State commits we're on there as a, as a three wide receivers. And then on Monday, Ryan Day got even more good news as electric slot type Moogie Cooper announced his commitment. The number 64 player in the 24-7 sports composite, the St. Louis products was once committed to Texas. He gives Ohio State four wide receiver commits in the class of 2020, including number five overall prospect Julian Fleming. Last year, if you rem- might remember, they got five-star wide receiver Garrett Wilson. Uh, Ohio State is going to be loaded at wide receiver for years to come. There are two players in the 2020 class who bear the name Miles Murphy and making things extra confusing. They're both defensive ends who are quite good. The highest rated one is number seven overall a Georgia product and had previously committed to Clemson. On Monday, the other Miles Murphy joined the fray of committed prospects with a pledge to, and if I may put on my Gamecock fan hat just for a moment, the other Carolina. You know the one in Chapel Hill with Tar Heels and everything. South Carolina had previously been the crystal ball favorite for the Greensboro, North Carolina product. This Miles Murphy is the number 117 prospect in the 24-7 sports composite. Lastly, there are 46 days until Miami and Florida meet in week zero on August 24th to start the college football season. Hang in there, everybody. We are getting close. That's going to do it for today's episode of the 24-7 Sports Morning Blitz. If you enjoyed what you heard, make sure to leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and tell a friend to check us out. For Trey Scott, I'm Connor Tapp, and we'll see you bright and early on Wednesday for the next edition of the 24-7 Sports Morning Blitz.